Well, this is Tristone Minipod for Monday night, October the 4th, 2021, and I'm your host, Donald Wayne. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Minipod. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I didn't say thanks for joining me for this episode of Minipod, which I, I've been struggling not to say when I do these recorded uh, episodes, but anyway... <laughs> I do appreciate you uh, spending some time with, uh, well, listening to this episode of Mini Pod, if you will. The, um, I've got a, a couple of stories to kick off this first week of October, uh, but before I get started on, on those, I want to I want to share a tweet with you that I found last week. All right, let me. Uh, thunderclap newman to settle down here that's uh that was something in the air by thunderclap newman if you're wondering uh if you're old enough to remember that song you probably knew what it was thunderclap newman boy what a name for for a group right um yeah so i i've I've got actually a couple of tweets i want to share with you but if i don't hit the wrong button here and it's just, it's so much fun. It's really a challenge. Uh, I'm working on getting a board here that I can actually load these onto so I don't have to use them on my phone because every time you try to, you know, use those, anything on your phone, uh, a save tweet or something like that, it immediately gets started as soon as you pull the screen up. So, uh, you have to be quick on the draw to uh, keep them from going to war. And they never start in the right place. I don't care. I can, I can roll it back to the very beginning, shut it down, and then when I pull it up again, it's halfway through there. So, yeah, problems, problems, problems. Uh, this first tweet is uh, was shared by Mark Silverman, this little ditty he found on TikTok. And... Uh, so if you want to, to see the video that goes with that, uh, you can go to at Silverman Mark J and the title is just, and let me see if I can just pull it in, just pull it in here. How many times I'll say the word just as I'm, uh, looking for this, it had to be one of these way down here. And uh, that's, I was going to use it last week and I I didn't get around to it. So let me see if I can pull this off without having, it's probably not going to start at the beginning, folks. So you'll just have to bear with me if I had to reset it. Realize where this is going. Get back to normal. It's just so we can get back to normal. Just stop. The word just has become the most dangerous word in history because they just wanted to see what you would tolerate. But the word just can also end this nightmare. Because if you just open your eyes, if you just realize where this is going, if you just refuse to comply, if you just refuse to conform, if you just refuse to submit, if you just stand up for your rights, if you just organize and push back, if you just stop patronizing those who despise you, if you just demand to be free, if you just realize your own power, if you just realize we have strength in numbers, if you just realize that we are the majority, their power will just disappear. Sounds simple, doesn't it? I wish it was that simple to get everyone who is fed up with this 
Biden administration and the squad and Nancy and and her brother Chucky Schumer. It's but it's a great suggestion and and you know it's the power of positive thinking, right? So uh, yeah, I've I've been holding on to that one. I want to go ahead and share it because it's getting way down in my storage um, locker here. All right, so um, let's see. I think that one's a little bit. Actually, the next one is just a little bit older than that one. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to be talking about this story tonight, but I, I did want to use it. I, I actually have maybe a couple of comments I can make about it. But um, I saw it uh, last week about the same time as the other one, and I wanted to use it. So here it is, and I'll have to struggle with it just like I did the other one. So let's see where she starts out. You and your families. I hope you blow this shit up and listen. Because I've told you again and again, this administration's agenda is to control the food and control the people. Biden wants to push OSHA into an extreme heat index for outside workers. You guys want to know what he thinks is hot? 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Let me tell you, here in Tennessee, it gets humid. And I push past because guess what? My girls still got to get fed, and that's my priority. And I chose this life in agriculture to feed you and your families. And they are trying to put fear in our lives. They're trying to kill off the American farmer. I know. We moved from California because regulations were getting so bad. And they were providing water to Los Angeles and San Francisco instead of the Central Valley. And they're doing it across America, trying to regulate our land, take our land take our water rights. It is happening. It is time to wake up and start supporting your local farmers and buy local. I hope you blow. All right. So her girls that she's referring to, she's evidently a dairy farmer. I don't know if she raises crops or anything as well, but she's standing in, uh, in a barn or a facility where the, all the cows are. And so when she says that my girl's got to eat, that's her cows as she turned around and looked at them. So if you look at that video, uh, let's see. And, and that was something, I think it was posted on TikTok originally. Um, who is that? Oh, the American girl at YOLO 304741. If you want to see the actual uh, video version of that. And it's, um, she didn't really, she didn't really put a name on that. It says who, who bought up all of our farmland. This is why that's all she has on there. I did hear one thing that I can add to that today, which kind of ties in, uh, Eric Erickson, who is a, um, uh, talk show guy, uh, been on the radio for a number of years now. Um, he was, used to be with redstate.com, I believe is what, it's, it's he's run for uh, state legislator office here in Georgia and so forth. And I think he's actually syndicated across the country. You, know, you can, so some of you may have heard of Eric Erickson, even though you're not from Georgia. Uh, but he's on from noon to three. Now he took the rush limbo spot as far as the Atlanta market's concerned. Um, and so he mentioned something about, uh, the price of farm goods today on his show briefly. 
And then he talked about a lot of people being upset about uh, the rising cost of, of meat and beef in particular in, in the grocery stores. And he's saying, you know, don't be mad at the farmers because the farmers really aren't making any more than they were before the prices started going up. Actually, that those increases are being eaten up by uh, the middlemen and uh, the transporters, uh, gas prices, the cost of, uh, you know, getting getting the products from the farm to the grocery stores. So uh, he was just advising, you know, hey, don't be mad at farmers. They're not raising the prices. They're not making any more money in general. It's the people in between who actually get it to the stores. And we can thank Joe Biden for the cost of transportation, of getting our stuff from the farm to the stores, asshole. Of course, see, he doesn't have to worry about that because we're paying for his meals. We're paying for just about everything. Well, I, I guess we're paying for everything that he does. Um, so he doesn't have to worry about the cost of food. And he probably eats a lot better uh, or has the ability to eat a lot better than most people in this country, the average person that is. Um, so I, I just wanted to share that one with you. All right, now let's get to the juicy stuff. Um, you may not have heard too much about my first story unless you are are from Georgia or know someone who lives here, or you might possibly have caught a mention of this story on one of the left-wing media hack stations, you know, like CNN, MSNBC. Uh, you might have heard them talk about it on The View. I'm not sure that they did or didn't. It's just uh, that's the kind of story they love to get into. So because they use these stories, the story that I'm about to share with you, if, if you're not familiar with it, to, to further the narrative that American white people are systemically racist people. So anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack and just in case you're not familiar with this story and what I'm about to share with you is, uh, most of it was taken from an article, uh, from the Fox news digital team. Uh, there's no names mentioned on that. So I can't share any, share any reporters, uh, names with you. So it goes on to say last December 21st in Douglasville, Georgia, which is about 20 miles west of Atlanta, going towards Birmingham, Alabama, two homes in the Brookmont subdivision reported receiving notes described by investigators as being racially motivated. The notes were dropped in the middle of the night in the mailboxes of those two residents of that subdivision. Detective Nathan Shoemaker or Schumacher, I'm not really sure which, doesn't say, but I would imagine he was a Douglasville detective, said that the notes threatened to burn their houses down and kill them and said that they did not belong in the neighborhood. More notes followed for more residents in February and March for homes along Manning Drive. Then it just stopped. Detective Shoemaker and Andre Futch said by mid-March that they really didn't have anything to go on. That's when the residents in that area took their concerns to the local media. The next six months passed without a note, but that silence ended in September. 
when the final notes being found the first week in September. The detective said they were able to determine that the letters had similar handwriting, tone, and verbiage, with some distinctive letters that were consistent throughout. Those notes suggested the writer was a white man and a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Police said the notes also included threats such as burning down the residents' homes or even death. Police Chief Gary Sparks said the two detectives were able to crack the case thanks to good old-fashioned dedicated police work and with the help of some modern technology. The chief added they stayed with it and put in a lot of hours, even when some people went to the media, which could have hampered the investigation. Schumacher and Futch went door to door, checking doorbell cameras, asking residents if they saw anything, handed out flyers, and got to know the residents personally. It was Labor Day when they got a break. Police said they were able to obtain a search warrant based on that evidence. The search turned up evidence tying the case to a suspect. But here's the twist. And despite all the media, um, all the media stories to the contrary, back in March, all their speculations about who the suspect was. But instead of a six foot tall white male with a long red beard who did not live in the neighborhood, investigators charged. Teresha Lucas, a 30-year-old African-American woman who does live there with eight counts of making terroristic threats. Investigators believe that Lucas wrote and left those notes in her neighbor's mailboxes, but they do not have a motive behind the notes, at least at, that, at the time of this story. It says, Lucas is expected to turn herself into jail this week. All right, so now for those of you who are quick to make assumptions, I I shared this story not to be an example of, see, this racism rhetoric is a lie, because I do believe that racism exists here in our country, as it does in other countries around the world. But I do not believe contrary to what the left wants you to believe, that it is embedded in a large part of white society in America. I do not. I refuse to accept that. I know a lot of white people. And I know that the the people that I know are not racist. Have I ever met people in my lifetime that are racist? Yes. That are white? Yes. Or at least... They have racist attitudes. I think some people that I've met in my life tend to talk a certain way or say, repeat things. Sometimes that they don't necessarily believe themselves, but for whatever reason, they feel a need to either impress people of their little social group or whatever. But I do believe that some people talk a way that would give you an idea that they might have racist attitudes. But if you really got to know them, they don't. They just don't 
they're not smart enough to talk the way that they talk. If that's if that's about the politest way that I can put it. I do not believe that it is embedded in white society in America. You will never wipe out racism, though, because attitudes, thoughts, or actions in this country or anywhere else in the world are not controllable. You may silence people. You may get, you may put them to a point where they're afraid to express themselves, but you can't change their hearts, their minds, their attitudes, unless they want to change them. No more than we can ever wipe out criminal behavior in the world, right? I mean, look how many years, look how many laws, look even with a death penalty hanging over many people in some states in this country and other places in the world. And people still commit crime. That element will always exist in our society. I mean, it, it has since biblical times and, and probably even before that, probably in the cavemen period, there were probably criminals and there was probably racist in, in the caveman times as well. You know, if you're from a different cave subdivision or different group, because these are human beings and we're flawed. And some of us are flawed more than others. Laws can't prevent all criminal or bad behavior. It's not going to happen. It has never happened. It may deter it and it may keep some people that are in the middle from doing bad things or having bad thoughts but it's never going to stop it completely. But my point in using this story is to show how liberals in this country are quick to jump on any story that might show that there are white supremacists that will go to great lengths to harass, harm, or do worse to people they don't like or agree with. But those very same liberals will most mostly be quiet about following up with this story and reporting that it is a black woman who has been accused of this, I should say, have been accused and not that she's guilty because we don't know yet until she has a trial. She deserves to have a trial. But it was a black woman who was arrested for the terroristic threats and not a white clan card carrying dude. But they won't worry about following that up because it doesn't really fit their narrative or their purpose. Now I will say when I was looking for this story, uh, there was some other postings of it on the internet as well. 
I think CNN had one. So, you know, there, there is some recognition to this story, um, but probably won't see anything on mainstream media like uh, CNN and CNN. CNN, CNN, CNN on um, cable or MSNBC, it probably won't get any uh, video time. Maybe just print. You know, and that's, isn't that the same thing, really, what they did with the Jesse Smollett story uh, a, a couple of years ago or several years ago? Golly, it's probably been three years now. I mean, they beat that story to death when they thought, you know, that they had the right suspect suspects in mind, you know, it had to be uh, white, homophobic, uh, racist, you know, that attacked him. And then when the truth came out about the story, it just, yeah, it got mentioned but it was never with the fanfare that it was when the story originally broke, when they thought they could pin it on some white dudes somewhere, when they could pin it on white racism in this country. And that's sad, I think, when truth loses out to a cause in this country. When the truth doesn't matter anymore, because if it goes against the grain of what liberals are trying to do, then they don't care about the truth. In this case about racism issues, and I'm not the only one saying this, but I truly believe that liberals are trying to drive a wedge between the races in this country. Liberals do not want Whites, blacks, Hispanics, uh, Asians, whatever, whatever uh, ethnicity you want to say that there's a white racist running around that do not like these di different ethnic, ethnic groups in this country. They do not want us to get along. A wedge which had been whittled away, by the way, by the majority of society in this country, I'd say for the last past several decades. And now, uh, you know, being an old dude, I've had the, uh, I've been here and I've seen the changes in society going from the 60s to the 70s to the 80s, the 90s. And yes, there are places that it's not perfect still because you still have those flawed human beings in the world. They're either going to be slow to change or they'll never change. Just like criminals who uh, break the law and they get put in prison, but they get out and they commit a crime again even knowing what's going to happen if they get caught. But if the races can live and work and play together in this country, 
they will represent a united front against the policies and goals of the liberal Marxist, to use Mark Levin's terminology, and they will never be able to rise to and remain in power if we all got along, or the majority of us all got along. There's, there's no cause for them if we get along. There's no way to say you need to have us here to protect you, to make sure you don't get taken advantage of if we get along, if their narrative is false. And I think it's becoming more evident each week that the American people, at least the ones capable of thinking for themselves, will unite to preserve the only country in the world with the amount of opportunities and freedoms that are found here today. But they're slowly being whittled away by this group of people in Washington, D.C. right now. And and sadly and and alarmingly apparent that there's people in Washington, D.C. that want it even, want even more restrictions than what we have today. The stuff in that $3.5 trillion bill quote that's going to be paid for, there's stuff in there that would make your hair fall out. And that's probably why, you know, uh, the majority of the stuff that's in that 2,000, almost 500 page bill has not been talked about in the media. They don't want you to know because they don't want people to be scared. They want people to be scared and, and contact their congressmen and senators and, and say, you know, you can't be voting for this. We're not going to go for that. just like Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema are not going to go for spending all of that money that the Democrats and, and Congress want to spend. So it's by design, folks. It's by design. All of this rhetoric. And does that, am I saying that there's not some people with racist thoughts or racist attitudes in this country? No, I'm not. I'm going to say that one more time. I'm not saying that, but I'm, I am going to say, and I truly believe that it's not the majority. And I don't think that they can even prove that you, they find one person, like they jump on a story like this and they think, Oh, well, see, there's, 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 there's the racist in this country. Well, that's one person. If that woman is, is found to be guilty and if she were leaving those notes in white people's mailboxes, would she be considered a racist? There are people that do stupid things, bad things. And you're not ever going to eliminate all of it. But just because we have those people walking among us does not make all of society problematic. Although, if the media keeps running their mouth, if you keep saying these things, 
more and more and over and over that all white people are racist and they need to be reprogrammed and retrained and put in their place, basically is what a lot of people are saying now. That's what they want. They do not want the races to get along in this country because that does not fit their plan. There is no reason for them to, to ascend to greater power if we get along. If people are people and they really do care about each other, the majority of people care about each other, can live together, work together, play together, enjoy each other's friendships and realize the common goals they have in life, the common loves that they have in life with the differences, just like there's differences in, in, in people in families. They can disagree about different things, different policies, different goals. But they still care. They still love each other and get along and can function without government standing over them and and telling them, you have to do this. You have to do that. We're here to protect you. Oh, we're going to live like kings, but we're here to protect you and make sure that nobody takes advantage of you except for us. All right. Um... I had one more that I was going to do, and I think I'm going to save it for tomorrow night. Um, It was an article that was sent in to us by BP, our uh, longtime listener, friend of the show. And, uh, but I think I'm going to stop it here tonight and I'll use that tomorrow night because I'm kind of at to do a true mini pod, I I need, I need to cut this one right here. So, um, anyway, I hope you, you pay attention to that story in the sense that, you know, a lot of noise is made when liberals think that they have something on us and society and not just white people, but us and society all of our ills, they love to point out the things that they think that are wrong, that only they can fix, that Republicans or conservatives do not care to fix. But yet when their narrative breaks down and, and, and it becomes a false story, they never really go back and correct it to the point where people, you know, who worship everything they say actually understands that, well, okay, that was a mistake. Okay, so maybe we need to temper our attitude about the races a little bit because, you know, that story wasn't true or wasn't what we thought it was. All right, so I'm going to, um, let me get this set up here. Anyway. Uh, yeah, in case you noticed, I, I, I skipped a couple of nights on the shows. I mean, 
I actually had to work on Saturday all day and uh, was was kind of uh, worn out when I came in, so I didn't do a Saturday night show. And then on Sunday, I just kind of rebelled and said, I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to hear politics. And um, that's kind of what I did. I uh, It was a movie day. It kind of rained off and on here in Atlanta area. And so, um, I, uh, that was a good excuse not to, not to even pay attention to what was being said on the world stage. So anyway, I appreciate you taking the time to, to listen tonight, download this episode of Tristalk, if you will. If you like what you heard or you have a problem with something that you heard on this podcast tonight, be sure to, um, send me an email. You can send me an email at tristalk69pts at gmail.com. That's tristalk69pts at gmail.com. And tell me what you disagree with. Tell me how you feel. Tell me if you were offended by anything that uh, was in, uh, in my dialogue tonight or, or the story itself, or if you want to comment on anything, I welcome dissension. <laughs> it, you know, we don't have to agree on everything, but we, we should agree on the fact that stories should be correct to the best of our ability. And if a false story was given out or a wrong impression was given out, at some point in time by a, a new story, then people should be responsible and correct that. And uh, I've tried to every time that I've found that I may have made a mistake in a story that I've used or whatever, um, or the story that I used turned out not to be uh, completely true, then uh, both Dennis Lee and I have always tried to go back and correct those uh, when it is discovered. But we're not here to convince you how to think or what to think or how you should feel about this country or anything else. We're just here to share opinions with you and news stories as we uh, pick them up and um, make sure that you get multiple sides. We always recommend that you go out and, and do your own research. If you have a story like the one I shared tonight and you would say, well, I need to check into that. How do we know that was true? Well, you can go online and, and look at multiple sources and um, do your own investigation. And, and we'll be happy if, if nothing else, we accomplish the fact of encouraging you to look in to these different issues and get more information. So maybe you can make the correct and the right choice. So, all right. I think I've got this up here. Oop, there she goes talking again. Now that's not, <laughs> I gotta love Twitter. So please join me for another episode probably tomorrow night be Tuesday night. Yeah. And, and then someday soon, Dennis Lee may be peeking his sticking, peeking his head, sticking, sticking his head around the corner 
and we'll do another episode of Trice Talk. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. I hope everybody has a great Tuesday as best as they can. And um, until then, until next time, stay safe, everybody. I feel it fade. Your love is fade. I feel it fade. Your love is fading Woman, I feel it fade Woman, woman, your touch Your touch has gone cold Just someone else controls your very soul I fooled myself Long as I can, can feel the presence of another man. It's now when you speak my name, it's just not the same. Ooh, babe, I'm losing you. It's in the air, it's not where, baby, 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 I'm losing you. I see.